0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick-dry foam cushions for memorial day get 15% off your borough purchase at borough.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor that's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash acast the young man killed in a road crash in county
0: meath yesterday has been named locally 33 year old patrick o'connor from ballina close kilmainham wood died after the car he was driving struck a wall at Kilbury on the Navin Kingscourt Road. He was taken to Our Lady's Hospital in Navan with serious injuries, but was pronounced dead shortly afterwards. Today I'm on another road with a cross to bear. I'm in County Meath and I'm on the Navin Kingscourt Road, not far from Kilbury Cross. And I'm joined today by Helena and Gerry O'Connor whose son, Patrick, lost his life in the spot we're standing here on the 9th of November, 2013. Thank you both very much for joining us this afternoon on this very special you. week. Thank you. Take me back to that time. Your last memories of Patrick and what you can recall.
1: The last conversation I had with Patrick was on the Friday. He had called out to me in the house. His dad wasn't there. And Patrick was always a very caring, affectionate, type of chap, he'd come in and he'd give you a hug well ma'am I love you and he made tea and we probably smoked a cigarette and we sat and we chatted and when he'd get up to go, the same again arm around, you love you ma'am, see you tomorrow and I said to him, Patrick do me a favour son and look after yourself you're all we have left on Irish soil and Patrick said to me, you're stuck with me ma'am because only the good day and that's the last words Patrick said to me
0: and Jerry, like <laughs> the reason Helena says that here because you lost another son and you have one daughter now who lives in Australia
2: that is correct we've just left with Judith now we lost Gavin and two years later we lost Patrick
0: so after Gavin died in tragic circumstances as well you would never believe that your other son would lose his life
2: never never ever ever we lost more than Patrick that day we lost our faith as well we're just two zombies now Get up and keep ploughing on, just, just terrible, in invisible pain that nobody can see. And you carry it forever. That's just the way it is.
0: What's your last memory of him?
2: <sighs> Jerry? well, I, I can't really say it because I can't remember things anymore mm. as to what the last day could have been out in the workshop. He could have been serving this car, you know, and he was a great fellow for being under the bonnet and working away all the time. Cool. And if I ever needed a, spare, a pair of hands, he was always to help. Always. He was good with cars, he was he? Was he was a qualified diesel mechanic. He was indeed. He was very good with cars.
0: What happened on the 9th of November 2013?
1: I was coming out of our sitting room to go into the kitchen and Jerry came in from the workshop and he said to me, Navengardier after ringing, he said, Patrick's been in an accident and he's gone in an ambulance. And I said to Jerry, yeah, because we're going to bury our second son. And he said to me, please don't say that. And I said, well, it's true. I said, he's dead. I know before we go, he's dead. You felt that immediately? I had told my bereavement counsellor months before that, that Patrick was next for the grave. Where did that come from? I just knew. It's like the night Gavin left, I knew he wasn't coming back. I... Uh, I prayed all night for Gavin to be kept safe and accident free and I got the opposite and I knew in my heart and soul that Patrick was next and I started bereavement counselling eventually and he used to come to the house to me because I wouldn't leave the house and I said to him one day that Patrick was next for the grave and he said to me no, he said you're a grieving mother and you just have it in your head and I said no, I said I am telling you now Patrick will be next for the grave and Patrick was next for the grave.
0: What actually happened here, Jerry, where we stand today? It was a single vehicle collision.
2: Patrick was heading for Navan, on the road to Navan, coming by Kilberry Service Station. There was nobody in front of him or behind him, but he was meeting a line of cars heading towards Kingscourt. And it appears to be that one of the vehicles in the line of traffic indicated to pull into the petrol station. Obviously, he pulled out a bit too far to see was there anybody coming, that he caused Patrick to swerve his car and he lost control. He never gained control. Uh, and he was killed here at this spot. Then, at this very spot and where we stand, we are standing here. Yeah, there was yeah. a
1: witness. A witness at the inquest said the car in front of him went out across the front, the white line in front of Patrick, causing Patrick to swerve.
0: And his car hit this wall where we yeah. stand. He
1: was killed absolutely between the two houses. Yeah, he where damaged, we stand here. Yeah, both the two brothers live in the, the houses, and both walls were damaged. It's painful to
0: bring you back to that day. But after you got that call, what happened from there?
1: We headed for Navan, and naturally enough when we got here the road was closed and a guard of car escorted us into Navan, to the hospital in the back roads and a guard got out of the car and Jerry said is it bad, he said yes, he said he's dead and Jerry started to shout and roar and he said "Jerry, pull yourself together he said you can't go in there upsetting people, roaring like that and I took Jerry by the hand and I said, Jerry, we did it before, we'll do it again.
2: That's the word she said. So we just quiet ourselves down and went in and there was Burpatrick. I think he was asleep. sleep. Still warm. Desperate. Desperate. It's been just shocking for you. It's just oh, really. I don't know, Jerry. As I said, we're still here, we're still sick, we'll always be sick, there's no doubt. We can't drive the roads, but you meet a lorry you think of Patrick all the time. We can't go to nav to do a bit of shopping, but we have to drive by here, and then we're sick. And who goes shopping when you're sick? You can't. No, if we turn off at the cross up there, we always give him a salute. No matter, still the same. You can't go anyplace, place. will with you all the time. You pass this time. spot all the time. Every t- morning I go off to do a bit of work we drive by here and the tears would be flowing until I get to the first job and then I'd have to contain myself as the guard said and cop myself on and then go and do the job and then carry on. But do you live either.
0: far from this spot here?
2: We live just a far side of Narborough in a nice little place called Ballying Close. And he was heading from there towards Navan? He was going from our house to Navan, yeah. He was. And he never got to it. Never got. He was
1: a very experienced driver. He was driving from when he was 17. He passed his car test at 17. Rigid truck at 18. Arctic truck at 19. He drove an Arctic truck every single day of the week. All round the country. Up and down narrow roads. And he goes up the road in his own car on a Saturday afternoon. And he's wiped out.
0: It's hard to reconcile that, isn't
1: it? It's very hard. And, you know, he drove the truck and... There's a railway crossing down on the main road from our house, our it looks up on the back of our house. And he never crossed it in the truck without blowing the horn. No matter what direction he was going, he would blow the horn at the truck. And there was for a couple of weeks, he used to leave Kingscourt at 1 o'clock in the morning to head for Cork, to be there for such a time. And he would blow the horn at the truck crossing the railway. And on his wake, one of the neighbours said... For sake, this truck horn woke me up every night of the week at one o'clock and I was going, who the hell is blowing a horn? And it suddenly dawned on me, it's that like Patrick O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. It was him. <laughs> it was him.
2: It's a straight enough stretch just where we are here. It's very, very straight, there's no doubt. But there's a lot of houses on both sides mm. and the petrol station. But we're very thankful to this day that even though this collision happened, we lost Patrick, he didn't hit any other car, there was nobody else injured in it. We'd hate to think there was somebody else injured or badly injured, you know, over a mistake that was made by somebody, because we know nobody hurt out that morning to cause this accident. But people do make a, a mistake or an error judgement and cause an accident. And I have to say, Patrick didn't have a seatbelt on him, which is a very serious thing nowadays. should have had, you know, but can't do anything about that now. But definitely... You can't afford to take your eye off the road for a split second because at 60 mile an hour, you're going to fair this in a couple of seconds.
0: So that's one message you want to one send message. out today.
2: Yes, yeah, slow down. Be more aware of what's happening. If you're in a line of traffic and you want to cross the road, lay back a while till you can see if there's nothing coming. Don't move out until you're sure, or it could be you. It could be gone the next time.
0: You know. It's almost five years, Helena, At this stage, years. does yeah. does the pain get worse?
1: doesn't get any better. Like every day there's something to remind you of both of them or there's something you say, can you imagine the laugh they'd have at that or you know, I say like Gavin lived at home whereas Patrick didn't. But they got on tremendously well together. They were both very witty and they would be trying to outwit each other. And I often say to Jerry, can you imagine the fun that would be with the two of them if they were here? Yeah. And like Judith was home with her children and I said to Jerry, can you imagine the fun that the children of the two boys had been here? And like, Judith's their only sister, Judith's husband had no brothers, so the two little kids will tell you, we have no uncles. Mammy has no brothers and we have no uncles.
0: You have her and you have those grandchildren. They're a long way away in Australia, but I know you've been out there and they've yeah. been here. here. Yeah. Is it a help that you have her and have them? Does it help you at
2: all? Well, it helps me because when the grandkids come, I become a young person, and my job is to take them up the fields and through different places. You forget about everything or and I you're a told, different worlds. Told
1: the people in Australia, Grandad brought us Robin Orchard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a tradition in Ireland. A tradition in Ireland. <laughs> And bags and bags of big apples the size of turnips. <laughs> they really loved it and they still talk about and it, you know.
1: Judith has said to her dad, Do you know how that sounds in Australia when they tell people granddad brought us Robin Orchards?
2: They <laughs> ah, loved it, they really loved it, and I had a wonderful time with them in the home. Mm. Then when they settle down at night and go for a pint of guineas with Judith, my daughter, mm. she likes that. So, mm. So yeah. there is
0: joy. With yes, tremendous sadness Look, in you your know, lives.
1: Yeah. Jerry, we have to. I, how I tell myself is we're not the only parents in the world no. that lost two children. And we have still a lot to live for. I have Jerry. Jerry is me. We have Judith. We have the two grandchildren in Australia. We have Patrick's daughter, Leisha, and our brother, Ben. We have a lot to live for. Hmm.
2: And she is living because looking at that lady there, she had. Lung cancer there about two and a half months ago. She had the left hand side of her left lung removed and two weeks ago then she had breast cancer. She's here talking to you on the side of the road, so (laughs) she ain't going any fish, Jerry. You are wonderful, wonderful <laughs> people. Really. I know
0: I said this when I met you before. I really mean that, and it 's it 's not easy today and I wish you well Thank Helena, you very with much your, Jerry. with thank your you journey me. at this point in time and I want to thank both of you for standing here with us today beside this little bunch of flowers that remember where your son Patrick died back on the ninth of November two thousand and thirteen and there is another good little news vignette at the end of this one today a little memorial will stand here soon
2: yes we, we got permission from both houses here and they were wondering why we didn't come up but who wants to put a, a, a headstone or something in front of somebody's house nobody does so we're going to make a nice little heart with Patrick's picture on it and maybe his name and his date on it and that'll be nice today as
0: we stand on the Navin Kingscourt Road you can hear how busy it is there we stand I say again on another road with across the bear and there will be A lovely little memorial here soon to Patrick O'Connor, who lost his life here on the 9th of November 2013. Thank you so much from my heart to both of you, Jerry and Alina O'Connor. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jerry. (laughs) On (inaudible) Road (inaudible) Safety (inaudible) Week 2018, and every week, slow down, concentrate, never ever drink and drive. Be courteous to other road users. And remember, every road has a cross to bear.